Welcome to Bedtime Stories Under the Wild Oaks, creative adaptations of cultural stories from around the world and kid-approved original tales, aimed at earth-loving children to fill their imaginations with love, lessons, and the wonders of nature. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can create more enriching stories and fill more imaginations. Now join us as we travel to India for the story of the Ramayana. Many, many years ago, there was a lovely kingdom called Ayodhya. It sat peacefully along the river Sarayu. The surrounding land was lush and green and full of life. The king who ruled over Ayodhya was called Dasha. He was a wise and good king who was very respected and liked. His only problem was that he did not have any children and he longed to have a family. He needed an heir to his throne to take over the kingdom when he was too old to serve as king. None of his three wives were able to birth a son, so he knew they needed some help. They decided to perform a sacred fire to pray for a son. The gods were pleased and accepted the prayer. From the fire came a golden chalice filled with a golden liquid. The king took the chalice and shared the drink with his three wives. They were all very happy and excited that their prayers came true. Over the next several months, each of the women gave birth to children. The first wife birthed the boy who they named Rama. The second wife had a son who they called Bartha. And the third had twin sons named Lakshmana and Shatta. It was a very joyous time of celebration and abundance. The young princes grew and grew into strong young men. They spent much of their time together over the years, learning and practicing their talents and crafts. As they got older, Rama and Lakshmana had a very unique and powerful bond. They were inseparable and always challenging one another in good fun. One fine day, a sage named Mitra came to visit the king to discuss a problem he was having out in the forest. He explained that the creatures they all called Rakshas were destroying all the sage's sacred fires. Rakshas were goblin-like creatures that could shapeshift and take the form of other animals or even monsters. They were very mischievous, mean, and tricky. Mitra asked the king if his son Rama, who was known to be a great young warrior, could come help him destroy the Rakshas. The king was hesitant, for Rama was still a boy and not quite yet a man, so he decided that he would allow it only if Lakshmana went with him. So Rama and Lakshmana and Mitra ventured into the Dandanka forest and began their journey. Deep into the forest, they were surprised by many tricky Rakshas, but Rama and Lakshmana defeated them all. The sage and the gods were very impressed with Rama's talent and humility. The three continued on until they reached another kingdom that Rama and Lakshmana had never seen before. Mitra wanted to introduce the king Janaka to Rama and his cousin and share the stories of their adventures. They spent time visiting and eventually met the king's daughter Sita. She was very kind, smart, and beautiful. The king had been wanting to find a suitable man for her to marry, but none of the men he had chosen could pass his test. He put together a special test and gave Rama a try. Rama made it look easy and passed. Everyone cheered and was so excited that a warrior had been found for Sita. They all chanted his name and sang him songs. 
Sita was overjoyed because she was falling in love with Rama even in such a short time, and she had prayed that he would be the one to marry her. Mitra gave them both his blessing and thanked Rama for his help on their journey. He said goodbye, for he was venturing back into the Himalayas to practice sadhana and meditation. Rama and Sita were very happy together. They lived many happy years in Ayodhya. When the king was old and tired, he knew he had to choose one of his sons to take his place on the throne. Everyone knew it would be Rama, but inside the palace, one of the king's wives grew jealous of Rama and wanted it to be her son instead to take the throne. Many years earlier, the king had given each of his wives three promises that they were allowed to use at any time during their lives. The queen, who was jealous of Rama, had never used her promises and decided to request her son Bartha become king instead. She also wanted Rama to be sent to live in the forest for 14 years. The king was devastated that she would do this, but he could not refuse his promises. He sat Rama down and explained the situation and cried into Rama's arms. But the kind and understanding spirit Rama had made his father feel much better. Rama understood and knew that he could live happily in the forest as long as he had Sita and Lakshmana with him. They all said their goodbyes and set out for their new lives in the Dangdanka forest until it was time to return. Back in Ayodhya, Bartha was not so happy with his mother's actions and decided he would rule the kingdom in Rama's honor. He knew his cousin was a noble boy and would never try to deceive him. Along the way, on Rama's journey, he, Sita, and Lakshmana met many sadhus, rishis, and sages who were all holy men. They helped protect the monks and in return were given food and many prayers. Little did they know that trouble and war were close by. There were stories of an evil Rakasha king who ruled over a place called Lanka. His name was Ravana. Ravana had a sister and she came across Sita, Rama, and Lakshmana one day. She circled around them and was fixated on Sita. She was very jealous of Sita's beauty and strength. She tried to attack Sita, but the boys fought her off and cut her arm with Rama's sword. She was furious and defeated, so she ran back to her brother Ravana and made a plan for him to capture the boys and have Sita all to himself. Ravana's brother and army leaders thought of a trick to capture them. Ravana turned himself into a golden deer and set out into the forest to find them. Sita saw the golden deer and thought it was the most beautiful creature she had ever seen. She asked Rama to go get it for her to play with. Rama went to find the deer, leaving Sita and Lakshmana alone. Lakshmana had stayed behind with Sita to keep watch over her, and then they heard Rama crying out for help. Sita told Lakshmana to go find him and help him, but he didn't know what to do because Rama trusted him to protect her and stay with her. He decided he had to go help Rama, so he drew a magical circle of protection around Sita and told her not to go out of the circle no matter what. After a while, he found Rama chasing the deer and not in any apparent danger. Suddenly, he knew it was a trick, for it wasn't really Rama screaming. He told Rama what happened and they feared for Sita's safety and began running back as fast as they could. Meanwhile, a rishi came along and asked Sita if she had any food or coins. She was so kind and could not refuse helping him. She reached her hand out to drop some coins into his palms and crossed over the protective circle. The man suddenly grabbed her and transformed into Ravana. He took off into the sky with Sita as she yelled and kicked and tried to get free. As they were flying, a kind old eagle named Jatayu heard her screams and flew to help. Unfortunately, he was very old and weak and could not fight Ravana off. One of his wings got badly cut and he fell to the ground in pain. 
Rama and Lakshmana heard him fall and came running to help him. He explained what happened and that Sita had been taken. They took care of Jatayu, bandaging him, putting on a healing salve and saying a prayer for him before leaving to try to find Sita. He told them to go and find the king of the forest called Sugriva and he would help them. They journeyed through the forest and finally found Sugriva, a half monkey, half man. He was accompanied by another monkey man named Hanuman. They had heard of the warrior Rama and were very pleased to meet him. They were told the story of Jatayu and what happened to Sita. Right away, Hanuman ran to get something. He brought back a bag of jewels he had collected off the forest floor. He felt the energy in the jewels and could tell someone was in trouble. They figured out Sita must have dropped the jewels to leave a trail of where she was being taken. This gave Rama a great sense of hope, but also sadness that his love was in danger. He missed her dearly. Hanuman went on to explain that Ravana lives on Lanka, a land across the sea and that was most likely where they were headed. Sugriva wanted to help, so he ordered his entire army of monkey warriors to help find Sita. Their first step was to send Hanuman out to search. He was Sugriva's most trusted friend. After days of searching, he finally found her. She was in the Ashoka Grove. He snuck up to her and gently slid her a ring Rama had given him to prove that he could be trusted. She cried tears of joy and took the jewels from her headband to send back for Rama as her promise that they would be together again. Hanuman had to return to bring the army before he could get Sita out of there safely. He began heading back but was captured by Ravana's guards. They accidentally lit Hanuman's tail on fire and he jumped up so high, swinging his tail all around the village to put out the fire and much of the village caught on fire allowing Hanuman to escape. Once he returned and gave Rama the jewels Sita had given him, they all decided it was time to attack. They built a long bridge to Lanka, one stone after another. A long and difficult war took place. Lakshmana was struck by an arrow and hurt very bad. To heal him, they needed a special herb that was only found in the lower Himalayas. Hanuman volunteered to go. He flew to the base of the Himalayas but could not find the plant, so he used all his power and might and carried the whole mountain back to Lanka. The herb helped heal Lakshmana and he was ready to help Rama fight again. Ravana finally came out of hiding and challenged Rama to an epic battle. It lasted for days, but finally Rama used his magical arrows and destroyed Ravana. The war ended and all the Rakashas retreated to a tiny island. Sita was brought safely to Rama where they embraced each other for days. All across the land, people and animals cheered and praised the army for their victory. Rama bowed in prayer to the gods for their help in protecting him and Lakshmana and returning his love to him. All was well in the Dundanka forest for many, many years to come. The 14-year exile passed and they were all welcomed to return to Ayodhya. Rama and Sita were immediately chosen to be king and queen for the rest of their lives. They ruled with love and kindness for a very long time. There was peace and harmony in the lands. The End Thanks for listening. You can join our community at patreon.com slash under the wild oaks or find us on Instagram and Facebook.